Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of the Cine Games Podcast. I am your host this week, Mojo. I am joined today with my two co-hosts, once again, <laughs> Nick Carr yeah. and Jonas Sparks. Uh, We're also joined with a side character today. Side character? I don't know why I keep calling them side characters. It's, it's just, just a guest. Guest. Damn. <laughs> He's not a character. He's a person. But it, anyway, this is Glenn. Say hi, Glenn. Hi, Glenn. <laughs> there it is. That's the humor we're looking for. All right. Uh, so before we jump into any topics this week, I just want to dive into what have you guys been playing this week? Warzone. Platinum. Warzone. Uh, and I've been playing Trials of Mana. Uh, I've been playing like a lot of just different games. Uh, it's really just varied. I've jumped around a bunch between just several of them. Can't really, I don't know, like, say, ones I've been into the most, uh, started The Wolf Among Us, and, and never played it. Uh, did um, Infamous First Light, the DLC to the Infamous Second Son. It, just, it was really fun, it's really short. Did you platinum that? Not yet, no. That, it's actually a little grindy if you... Because you got to, like, do... you got to complete, like, every challenge in the game. So, yeah. Fun. You yeah, love it, that shit. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit of a grind. But uh, I'll eventually get it. Uh, play a little bit of Claire. Um, play a little bit of Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Yeah, that's, that's you're just playing literally all the shit that you randomly have downloaded. Yeah, I'm just playing it for a little bit and then moving on to another to something else. You know, just to try to keep myself entertained and that way I don't get burnt out on a game. And that's that's pretty much exactly what I've been doing here the past few days. Like, it, I've, obviously I've been out of work. I've had way more free time than I'm used to, and I have been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey quite a bit. I've been. Uh... This is Glenn, by the way. Yeah, you just uh, skipped right over him. I've been, I've been uh, trying to make myself more essential. Um, I've been playing a lot of Hey You Pikachu. <laughs> um, that's the one with the camera, ain't it? No. <laughs> What's that one? That's uh, Pokemon Snap. That's what I've been playing. Pikachu's <laughs> in it. I decided. I decided over the break I was going to work on my photography skills, and <laughs> my lack of camera or current income has forced me to play Pokemon Snap. But I'm getting pretty fucking good. Um, I just I just took a picture of Evie the other day, and that some bitch is pretty elusive. <laughs> oh, that's great. Alrighty. I can't, well, I can't tell you the last time I played Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I guarantee Glenn couldn't either. <laughs> Never played it. <laughs> Yay! I, I had like two games for my Nintendo 64. I had, uh, no, I had a few more than two. I had, I got the Star Wars Pod Racer Edition. Which is coming out for the PlayStation 4 on May 12th. We should bring it back to Nintendo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it came with a free game, but I was poor, so I didn't get a lot of games. Um, I had, of course, 007, GoldenEye. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried playing that, 
probably a few years ago again and I think when you're younger, the pixels mash together better because I couldn't tell <laughs> what was what. We discussed that a few weeks ago, actually. And I couldn't find the hidden doors. Mm. Um, I bought, I remember buying Perfect Dark, and it looked really awesome. Do you remember that game? No. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. All right, Nick remembers. Um, so I get home, you know. And I got this game in my chubby little sausage fingers, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to play this game. And I put it in and realized uh, you needed, like, some sort of, like, oh, box did to you, plug did in. Did you need the expansion? Yeah. What the fuck, man? Like, I never, it, was like a, it was like a RAM expansion, and yeah, they, they it sold like it. 50 or 60 yeah, fucking bucks. Yeah, but the way they sold it is you bought that, and you got Donkey Kong Country. Or what Donkey Kong, fucking do? Donkey Kong 64. Dark. Yeah. I mean, you know, my little elementary kid eyes saw the hot chick on the front. And then I was like, oh, it's got guns, too. So I got home, and let me tell you something. I had that N64 for fucking ever, and I never played Perfect Dark because I couldn't (laughs) afford My family couldn't afford to buy the expansion pack after the damn game. (laughs) I don't even know what the game's about. It's like it's made by the same people that made Golden Eye. Oh, it's, it's like a, couldn't have saw the it's like futuristic, pixelated. But yeah, um, speaking of '64, here's a game that you guys have probably never heard of. One of the only games I owned for the '64 was uh, Glover. I've heard, of I've, Glover. I've heard of Glover. I've heard, I've heard you it. talk about Glover. Yeah, yeah. It's like the you play as the if I remember right, you play as the hamburger helper mascot. <laughs> Pretty much, and. Uh, <laughs> You walk on these fingers, <laughs> and there's a ball that you can smack and bounce, or you can roll on it. And you got to bounce the ball to get up higher. And don't it like instead of like coins or rings, don't you get like sweet, sweet cheese? I have no idea. <laughs> it was a hamburger helper reference. Okay. <laughs> they missed an opportunity. They probably made more money like that. They could have. They should have did a joint venture between Glover and Hamburger Helper because every time I saw be, the game, it's all I could think be of. Be a pre-order DLC. <laughs> pre-order the game, get the Hamburger Helper and So Mojo... Beef sold separately. You were talking about uh, Assassin's Guild. Assassin's Creed. Yes. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Probably late last year, uh, I got the free download because uh, um, the Hunchback's house caught on fire. <laughs> what are you talking about? The Hunch, the Notre Dame Cathedral caught on fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and they were giving the Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, away. the French one away, and Unity, then uh, yes, the worst one. <laughs> well, I downloaded it. Well, three's actually uh, three's worse. And I spent probably three hours jumping around a French town, never got anywhere, so I quit playing. <laughs> never saw the cathedral. It's actually reconstructed pretty well in the game. That's why they did it. And apparently the people who were working on rebuilding the cathedrals actually using stuff from the game in order to determine, you know, how they need to fix things. That really says something about the detail that they put into... I think it says more about that and less about how I spent three hours jumping around a small French town (laughs) and never got to see the fucking church. (laughs) How many of those architects were just like you and never got there and like, we'll just have to rebuild it from scratch. Look some pictures up or some shit because I can't get there. To be fair, it's hard to progress in that game. It's just... 
It, it's weird. So which one were you talking about specifically? Uh, all of them on the whole. But Odyssey is what I've been playing here lately. You so, know, on the whole, I think Preparation H feels good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I would love some chocolate ice cream. So what's what's Odyssey? Odyssey is the most recent Assassin's Creed game. Uh, what I meant more is like, where, is, where does it take place? Ancient Greece. Cool. <laughs> Very informative. Yes. But, uh... See, we have a little bit of news, I believe. It's not news, just it's rumors that are going on. I want to know weeks. about Greece. We'll, we'll dive more into that here shortly. Shit. <laughs> That's this kind is... of the main topic for the week. God. I want to save a little bit. All right, guys, this is my first trip down podcast lane, and what I noticed more is we all should have took our Ritalin before we started because <laughs> we were way fucking off topic on everything. We're yes. getting there. We're getting there. We're, we get so you, might, you might find this interesting because we're going to talk about how shitty the story has went. Where they started good and then just quit telling a story. In Odyssey? In all of Assassin's Creed. Love it. Let's go. I saw the movie. Does that count? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we actually talked about worst video game movies the other week. <laughs> Actually, that was on the list that I found for best video game renditions, and we immediately marked it off as the worst. See, I think that you guys are a little bit too critical of it, because of anything, the Assassin's Creed movie is really set forward a kink for me with Magneto and (laughs) weird mechanical tentacles that hook up to your back. And the dance choreography that he's doing the entire time. Oh, do you think he's controlling that the whole time? You think he's using his magnet powers to move himself around? It has to be, because me personally, with what <laughs> mental conditions I have, I just end up just kind of flowing movies into one another. And so I thought that Assassin's Creed was probably the best X-Men film I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that you're here, will you agree with me on something to, t- to put these guys in their place? Is Resident Evil, that series, are they good? Like the films? Yes. Love them. Yes, exactly. Thank they, you. They, they stray away a little bit from the video games, but I don't think that you could possibly make... Like, Okay, so anytime you're playing a video game, you're a part of the story. Your, your character's interacting with the story, and in some video games, it's very linear, and some you can kind of branch off and make the story what you want. Resident Evil was pretty much a pretty linear video game, so... You, you ended up with the storyline unless you died. Um, but trying to adapt that to film or any video game to film I think is very challenging. And I think that there's very few instances where a film based off a of video game has succeeded. But I don't think even the ones that have succeeded is based solely on the storyline of the video game. I think you have to branch off to make it more interesting visually. Mm-hmm. And I think that as hokey and campy in, in some instances with Resident Evil. It's a great action flick. I like it. Yeah. They're not great story movies. No. But they're great no, movies. No. Just to you sit get and watch them all. Mila Jovovich in there and you see a little bit of nip slip and stuff. And let me tell you something. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had, if you're listening, I love you. And I had a very big crush on you. Mila Jovovich. Yes, Mila Jovovich is listening to our podcast. I hope. And her her husband. Divorce your husband. I can't put you in a film. Well, but I can make you biscuits and gravy. Yeah, I was about to say her husband, the Resident Evil director, Paul W. S. Anderson. You know, he might have a few words. Keep it in the family. Like how? I I just hope. 
that one of my piece of shit family members will one day make an awesome <laughs> fucking film and just decide to keep me in them. Well, let me tell you something. We got more to look forward to, Glenn. Is there another one coming? There's out? no more Resident Evil movies coming out. But you know what? Is it Paul W. Wes Anderson? Paul W. S. Anderson? Yes. Wes Anderson? Paul, yes. w- Paul Wes Anderson? <laughs> Wes Anderson? Oh, Paul. I love it. Oh, Paul is making another video game adaptation what? starring his beautiful wife, Mila Jovovich. What video game? Monster Hunter. Yeah. And they've got some screenshots out, and it looks fun. All right. Yeah. I forgot that was happening. So... I, he I, might milk that for eight movies. I that think we that just... we should write to him about a uh, Glover adaptation of a film. <laughs> With Mila Jovovich as the ball. Yes. Not the main character yeah, this yeah. time. She's the ball. No, she can be the hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is the main character. It, it strays very far away. It's just Glover as her sidekick. And they should do it like they did Sonic. Yes. Where they immediately go back and change how it looks. Into the hamburger helper. Game. It's a left hand, and everyone gets really mad. And it's yeah. like, no, Glover's a right hand. He's a righty. <laughs> oh, shit. speaking of that Monster Hunter film, it's coming out this year. Really? Yeah, doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to come out September fourth. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm very speculative. Speculative at this point. Of uh, anything. We're gonna we're gonna release it's it around. Comes out this year. Around 2020. All I can say is a lot of stuff is getting moved back to like October and November. This is going to be the most jam-packed October and November. I know there's going to be so many movies released and nobody with money to go see them all. <laughs> and all the yeah. like sporting events are going to start back up. Like it, it, That on top of video games, on top of movies. I personally cannot wait for the start of coronavirus zombie football. That would actually be fun. <laughs> That's that's our indie game we need to make. <laughs> and it sounds like a really cool game, but it ends up just being a football manager game. It's all text and no action. No, football's about to be played six foot apart. <laughs> just stare at the guy you tackle. He's out. If you don't break eye contact in three seconds, he's down. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's based around passing the ball. You just can't tackle anybody. You know, in, in the words of the great Andy Bashir, it's our new norm. <laughs> well. Well. I got dark day for a second. Politics don't belong in games. So, Stop it. So what's in the news? Uh, I don't know. I think it's more rumor. What's the rumor? Yeah, we got off. Kim Jong-un's dead. Yes. That, supposedly. That's what supposedly, we came to talk about on supposedly. this video game podcast. Supposedly. So, <laughs> let, me, let me put you video up. Video game movie, I apologize. Let me put you up with a, a little scenario. You, you receive a letter in the mail stating that you are now the new heir and leader for North Korea. What would you do? I'm going to start with Mojo. Oh uh, God, um, Kim! Um, oh, oh, Kim! Okay. Kimmy Kim just you know on his deathbed he just with his with the heart with his heart in the surgeon's hand uh, wrote a little letter saying that he he's put you I in his surgeon. yeah <laughs> very best put you in for being the leader of North Korea. What do you do? Well, I would conduct negotiations with South Korea and try to create one Korea because we have too many Koreans already. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> bring them together to make one mega Korea. 
their powers combined. <laughs> That's the whole problem with North Korea and South Korea. They're they like they like Power Rangers. It's like North Korea, South Korea, four Mega Korea. Then I never have to mistakenly you announce don't... which one has a dictator. <laughs> you don't get your cardinal directions mixed up. Well, if you really <laughs> want to dive into it. <laughs> All right, Nick. Oh, I I fully embrace my one true president, Vernon Supreme. So you would you would secede and allow Vernon to, to put, take control. put in effect the mandatory toothbrushing law and one pony for every citizen, a boot hat for every man alive. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can get behind that. I tell you that. Um, we have a week. The we bring both Koreas together. Not in that they both are, they're still both separate countries, but we have like a Korean movie night um, each week, and we just watch Team America once a week. And and on Saturdays the interview and, sa- and Saturdays, or whatever it's called. We have a double feature: the interview and then Team America World Police back to back. I change my well. I'm still going to put Vernon Supreme in, but I'm going to also connect both Koreas. But then I'm going to split them down the middle, and then we have East and West Korea. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Which is best Korea? <laughs> Divide and conquer. So it was actually a an Ask Reddit thread, and I was just interested on your guys' answers. I ain't got no decent answer. Neither did Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you find the greatest answers are in Reddit. I think I think like two ofians were talking about originally joining North and South Korea, and I think that you would utterly ruin the economy of South Korea. So congratulations, you're 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 both pieces of shit, just like old Kimmy Kim. <laughs> mom was mom was just simple. So far, this is the weirdest episode yet. Absolutely, <laughs> we've strayed so far off yeah. of anything. Is I'm, it? I love. Is it. it just because of what we're talking about, or the fact that we're all sitting here naked? Both. Both. Oh, okay. Definitely. I wasn't ready for either of these things. <laughs> well, that's what, you ha- what happens when you come unprepared. I would have shaved. So, it would have been a much more relaxing so experience. Did, this, is, this is potentially y'all's weirdest one, but weirdest year so far as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, not only do we have a, a, a was it epidemic or pandemic? Pandemic. 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 Uh, pandemic. The, the beginning of this year, the United States assassinated one of... Uh, Iran's top generals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now... Oh, Kim, we all forgot about that. Yeah, right. Yeah. There was also, you know, wildfire... Oh, yeah. uh, don't forget Epstein, guys. Yeah. Uh, definitely did not kill himself. Um, <laughs> Australia almost burned to the ground. Yeah. Kobe uh, died in a helicopter. Kobe died. Kobe died, yeah. Jeez. Kim Jong-un is dead, apparently. Supposedly. Supposedly. We have a president telling you to drink bleach. Um... No, inject hand sanitizer, Jonah. Close enough. Disinfectant. <laughs> Whatever. One's cleaner. <laughs> but One's more pure. But yeah, this is the weirdest fucking year ever. All right, here, I'll give you one. It's louder than life. Oh, no. They decide. Metallica. They're playing for two nights. Friday and Sunday. You're like, okay, huh? Metallica's all right. Metallica, um, James Hetfield went to rehab. He is no longer going to be playing Louder Than Life. Oh, that sucks. Oh, well, maybe we'll get some new people. They replaced them at Sonic Temple with Tool and Red Hot, Red Chili, Hot Chili Peppers. That'd be, I, I'd That'd take be that. Awesome. I take that over Metallica. Absolutely. Uh, Corona's going on. We're like, oh, it's probably going to get canceled. 
they announced Metallica will be back. And now we have four nights of concert. Yep, they're doing Thursday through Sunday, supposedly. But Metallica's only there for one night. Okay, okay, just one night of Metallica, and we get an extra night. There's more bands. Cool. Uh, Two days ago, yeah, we're canceled. (laughs) That's a roller coaster for you. It's all because of Metallica. That's almost like uh, Bernie Sanders' electoral run. (laughs) I'm out. I'm back in. I'm once again asking you to think about me before I drop out. You can write me in. I support Biden. <laughs> Where the fuck are you going, Bernie? <laughs> and his his dropout was like the most random too. It just it just fucking mm-hmm. happened. It's like, yeah, I'm not in it anymore. Because just... he does it every year. He hit his budget. He was like, I'm running for president. Give me millions of dollars. I'm out. Thank you. Thank you. See you That's next it. year. <laughs> See you in four more years. When we do it all again. How old will he be? 85 next run. If he runs again in four years. I'd say now, 85. In, the interesting thing is in four years, his head gets lower and lower. <laughs> and pretty soon the podium will just have to reach his crotch. <laughs> He'll look like um, Igor <laughs> from Frankenstein. He'll look more and more corrupt and evil as time goes on. <laughs> You know, I there's think, more machine than there is. I think mine. that he hasn't had enough sexual harassments to really be a president. Oh, that's got to be the most accurate statement. Whoa, like that should have been his campaign slogan. We went there, didn't we? <laughs> With a chicken in every pot and a rape for every woman. Jesus, this is wow. kind of off the rails, and I okay. love it. I might have to actually edit this one. <laughs> no, keep it all in. This is entertaining. Well, you know, there's there's a clear difference between, you know, comedic value and telling the truth, but there is really something definitely wrong with the United States electrics, or electric, <laughs> electric system. The electric system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, power keeps coming out. The electoral s- system and who we who we vote in if we vote in anyone. Oh, absolutely. It's conspiracy theories. But, uh, no, there's seriously something that needs to be done. And even with everybody becoming an activist against it, I don't I don't think it's really going to happen unless something happens. So, you know, Trump, another four years. Probably. More than likely. Yeah. So what else is on the news? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't even know if we should get into game stuff this episode. It's so off just, the rails. I think we should just talk about random stuff. I, I think we're working on it. I'm going to look <laughs> up some news. I came prepared. Well, well okay. Well, so well, we'll get some gaming news in. Um, apparently, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be a trilogy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is fantastic for me. Horizon Zero Dawn is my favorite video game of all time. It's absolutely gorgeous. The characters are amazing. Aloy, I would contend, is one of the best characters in the place, entire PlayStation um, universe, um, only probably behind Ellie and maybe Nathan Drake. That was that was honestly one that I was thinking really hard about last week as mm-hmm. best female protagonist. Yeah, Aloy, she she just brings a lot of character to um, the entire thing. Her journey's fantastic from the very beginning. Um, but the reason for those rumors, there's been a bunch of advertisements in um, Amsterdam, I believe that's where it's at, uh, where Guerrilla Games is headquartered, about some jobs coming open um, for a game. It's rumored to be that. It's supposed to be larger in scale. They want to add co-op to it, which I'm not too for sure about. 
that. I, I want to see how they want to introduce that. Um, but then, the, you know, they're planning again for a third game. They originally wanted it to come out on the four, but they think now where it's going to be so large just to go for the five instead. So, but. Do you have as big of a Horizon fan as you are? Do you have any kind of speculation as to where the story might go? I think this time they'll cover more the eastern half of the, of the country because if you look at the first game, they really stay in like the four corners of the United States and Utah, New Mexico, Arizona, and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, they stay in sort of that area because there's even like a stadium that you go to. It says Denver, Colorado, and then you just look at like the scope of the different places, and it looks like you're in the deserts of Arizona, New Mexico, um, sort of maybe the snowy mountains in Utah and Colorado. So, you know, my question is: is how does marijuana affect the socioeconomic development within Zero Dawn, being in those geolocations? I don't think it exists. Yeah, I've never. There's no mention of marijuana in and that you, game, and it's evident in that because of how mellow the game is not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aloy always seems a little on edge. Oh yeah, yeah. something about robots. That is the one with robots. Isn't it? <laughs> yes, robot dinosaurs. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't get copyrighted. We don't want John Williams to come from the grave. <laughs> I wrote that. John Williams isn't actually dead people. It's just a joke. Oh, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and it was like Prince Prince R.I.P. was trending on Twitter. I was going through Twitter, not Facebook. But uh, it was like Prince R.I.P. was trending. I was like, oh, shit, Prince died. And then I looked, it was like four-year anniversary. And I was like, oh, well, shows you how much I know. <laughs> R.I.P. Alan Rickman. That is, that's insane, though. Prince has been dead for four years. Michael Jackson's been dead for 11 years now. Think about that. Insanity. Kobe's been dead for how like long's, uh, How long has uh, Billy Mays been dead? Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. Billy Mays? Yeah, it was, uh, uh, 2008. It was a suitcase fell off the top of the plane and hit him I in like the head, to I think, think. I like to think that if Billy Mays wasn't dead, then Donald Trump would have brought him up instead of the My Pillow guy. Ooh. Yeah. yeah he would be our spokesperson, spokesperson said Dr. Fauci. That or the show. Billy Mays here with another fantastic product. You got the coronavirus? That's okay. Just squirt some of this in your mouth. Just- OxyClean gets rid of Corona. <laughs> and he's like snorting it off a piece of glass with a hundred dollar bill. Woo! Why do we not have the Sham Wow Sham Wow dude selling masks? Is that the same as the slap chop guy? I'm not sure. I think so. Because he beats hookers. Yeah, it was yeah, something. He, he was arrested for something. I mean, <laughs> beat he, he beat a hooker. It's right in Trump's wheelhouse. He should have pardoned it already. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. You know, all we we're talking really political this week. All we're talking about is bad news, um, and I think that we need something a little bit uplifting. So I, I got on my phone here and I looked up goodnewsnetwork.org, and I think we can trust it because it's .org, and it says here that. There was a student who grew her own canoe out of mushroom and thinks that fungus is our best ally in climate change. I think that's probably the best news of the day. Well, uh, about the last of us. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a fungal infection. Yeah. Actually, that was back, that was that was a day ago. Um, there is no good news today. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, got my hopes up. Well, we do this weekly, so what's the best news of this week? You got anything else? Um... I gotta be honest with you. I've been locked up in my house since the seventeenth of March, whenever they closed down everything, 
and all I've been listening to and looking at and reading is just conspiracy theories, so I'm honestly no help because there's no good news on it other than, like, you know. Well, uh, what do you, what do you have to tell us? I love good conspiracy. Well, the frogs are gay. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about the frogs. <laughs> I was actually listening to Alex Jones on the way over here. Um, the the globalists are wanting to do uh, population control. And then, you know, when we get the vaccine, we're going to have uh, like a electronic ink in the vaccine that tells people where we are. But I'm opting out of the vaccine. I'm just going to keep my phone around. They're already tracking me pretty good on it. <laughs> Might save a little bit of money. The best thing to happen in all this is because I'm jobless, I now have health insurance, which is really good because there's some things I need done. I need, you know, work on my teeth. I like a good cleaning. I need new glasses. My glasses are 10 years old plus. They're old, no, they're older than ten years, but the bad thing is, is everything's closed, so I can't use it. So and then, when everything opens up, you'll have a job again. No uh, health insurance. Yep, yep, yep. So I gotta find that window <laughs> of everything open and me still being unemployed. You might have like a three to six hour window in there. You can get all that done. <laughs> I think I can get it done. I know a guy. <laughs> So if you're if you're listening and you're not you're a non-essential worker like I am, I just want you to know that you're essential to us. You really are. Please listen to this podcast and become one of the essential members. Support us on Patreon. We don't have a Patreon. The fuck are you all doing? <laughs> Everyone's got a fight. I got a Patreon and I ain't even got a podcast. All right, you can support me and. <laughs> Patreon.com slash broke motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go up. I need some help. You can financially support me. I need a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do all the shitty things all the motherfuckers do. Mm. You know, and you don't, you don't leave my Patreon without getting something. So you get a nice thank you later. <laughs> I seriously don't have a Patreon? No. Put one up. What the fuck's going to happen? Somebody donate a dollar? Not big enough yet. Not yet, but fucking have one ready. Guys, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who was the guy in Ireland that was watching us? I don't know. What word did you say it was from, Nick? Huh? That place in Ireland. We got like one Irish listener. Oh, God. Uh, Let's see here. Let's do the analytics. Also, it might be a robot. I don't know. Could Uh, be. Robots are lit. They have took over. We were talking about Horizon. <laughs> now they're listening to our podcast. Ask them how many buses are in this picture. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, you're, if you're in Ireland listening to us, how many buses are in this picture? Let's see here. Lean, Leinster. Lanster. Lanster. Lanster, Ireland. Guy or girl or Z. In Lanster, Ireland. Dublin. In Dublin. If you can find it in your little tater heart. To send us some money. God money. <laughs> what? Oh, goodness. They had a famine, Glenn. Like 200 years ago. All right. You know, United States, Ireland, <laughs> Poland, Brazil, Hong Kong, and Austria. Hong Kong's just China listening. Now pissed off two countries. <laughs> Guys, I... 
I don't mean it. It's out of love. Never been to Ireland. Would love to go. Same with Hong Kong. Maybe not Brazil. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, talk about what we plug. I'm getting back. I'm trying to put this podcast back on the rails. Um, I'm not even the host this week, and I'm putting it back on the rails. Host is doing a great job of that. Um, He's looking I'm at just letting it go, man. He's looking at analytics. Uh, it's, it's on a train. Before, and, uh, before you do this, I do have one legitimate question. So, I don't know anything about podcasts other than listening to them. I can download them on my phone. And you guys have kind of the back door. Let's let's share this a little bit. You mentioned that, you know, we were talking about the analytics, which means the people that were listening to this podcast before we started it today. Um, you mentioned somebody being in Ireland, but they could be a robot. What does that mean? I don't know. You just somebody kinda, said robot. I just figured there's like just some just bots just listening bots. to podcasts. Yeah. yeah, is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe it farms Bitcoin. We just <laughs> we just don't. We're now, how the hell does that work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just don't believe that. Like outside, it's kind of hard to grasp that people outside our country are actually. If you actually to listen to this, leave a review on iTunes. I don't uh, know if you can review on send us a message. Five star review. We're working on a book. We're hoping it'll be the bestseller. <laughs> New York <laughs> Times. None we're of not, this. We're, is we're not working on a book. But you know what? Like I think, if anything, there is definitely oversaturation of the podcast market. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. A dime a dozen. But right now, probably the best time to try and get listeners because what the fuck else do we have to do? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, if you're bored in Ireland, fry you up some taters, get comfy. If you got marijuana, just light up a big fucking hog leg, sit back, relax, and listen to us talk about stupid shit. Sometimes video games. From what I hear, most of the time it's video games. Video games and mi- films. And movies. films. Movies. Films. Let's call them movies. We're not really, you know, highbrow enough to discuss films. <laughs> I call them films. Sorry. I have that stick up my ass that calls them films, not movies. So. I think we should go back to calling them moving pictures. Uh, you know, I, picture shows. let me tell you something. The other day, I was hoping to go watch a good talkie. Oh, yeah, talkie. going way back. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Movies used to be silent, and then oh, whenever okay. they so actually, silent picture. yeah, but then when they started having actual people talking in it, they called them talkies. Yep. <laughs> serious? I'm. A, he's being I, dead serious. I got you. That's just funny. That's how it was back then. That's just a funny The concept of sound order. coming out of a big screen was not Somebody sitting there with a piano. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the best. It was just foreign to moviegoers at that time, or filmgoers. Um, but a little bit back more on the rails of what we've been doing when it comes to like watching. Me and Nick, this, this last <laughs> night, we... Watch the hit reality show on Netflix, Too Hot to Handle. All um, eight episodes. All eight saying. episodes. It is an emotional roller coaster from the beginning. <laughs> you think people are pieces of shit to begin with, and then they, oh, they warm your hearts towards the end. Um, basically, if you don't know what the show is about, it's basically these big group of sexy people. They're on an island together, and then they find out they can't have sex, they can't kiss, they can't masturbate. They can't do anything. If they do, they lose money. 
And at the end, uh, whoever, I guess, makes the biggest connection wins all the prize money that's left over. Yeah, it's all about learning to make connections with people that aren't just sexual. Yeah. It's 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 a really thought-provoking show. Okay. It's not just about big-titted girls or, you know, muscular dudes. You know, it's actually about human the human interaction um, and how, really, sex drives a lot of things in our world now. And basically, it just shows that you can have a connection with somebody that's not sexual. Um, and it's it really is a fantastic show, no joke. Um, there's a lot of craziness that goes on, and you're just like, what the fuck are these people doing? But overall, it's a... F- Fantastic show! I would. I'm excited for them to do a season two. Netflix has been knocking it out of the park here lately with their reality shows. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you watched The Circle. Uh, I haven't yet. I really enjoyed The Circle. I've been meaning to. It was. It was a fun ride for sure. Like, I, I don't really get into reality shows that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm typically, you know, this is whatever. All this stuff's fake. I don't. I can't get into it. But. The circle I could get behind. <laughs> the whole plot with there being uh, there being catfish and everything hidden within it, and mm-hmm. you never know who's actually who they say they are. It's going like you were saying, just off raw connection. And what kind of catfish? Like okay. they can be whoever they want. Like you yeah. could go in there and be a they sixteen-year-old have... black girl that's one hundred and twenty pounds. If you want to. And for our viewers, uh, I am a 16-year-old <laughs> black girl. Oh, my God. But, no, the circle, it's, also, it's really good. But it's, like, social media-based. They never see each other face-to-face. And they just talk over this chat thing. So they just have these pictures of people. So it's like that Love is Blind that Netflix did. I didn't watch it. But yeah, it's the same premise. Show. Like, they spend the whole time talking behind a wall. Yeah, but that's, like, them trying to... Find love, right? Yeah, that's what they're on there for. But <laughs> well, this is more this is more of like a strategic thing. Like they're trying to make people like them because at the end of like the week or whatever day, they vote to kick somebody out of the house. And when you get kicked off, you get to pick one person to go meet face to face. So if you made a connection with somebody and you're like, "Well, I want to go see them," you go, and it could just not be that person. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like you build it up to where you they you make people think that you're what you're saying you are, and then you're just completely not. But yeah, yeah. Basically, at the end of every day, they rate each other, and whoever's in the top becomes an influencer, and they're they can't be kicked out, but they have say over who gets kicked out. It's kind of like Survivor a little bit, I guess, but Big with brother. its own. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So since we're just off the rails. And we're not getting back on them. <laughs> choo choo. We're, we're going to do some moral dilemma questions. I have a questions. game at the end, by the way. So we'll, that's, that's we'll fine. save that. Moral dilemma questions. Yes. Yes. All right. Mojo, what was your topic about this week? It again? don't matter. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going cool to something it. about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it was just. It was we can save it for another yeah, week. This is, I'll do that next Glenn, week. Glenn coming on is a dime a dozen. So yeah, we'll take advantage. <laughs> we'll take advantage of his availability. <laughs> so glad you got free time now, Glenn. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, he's one hundred percent glad too. All right, so the runaway trolley. A runaway trolley is heading down the tracks toward five workmen who will be killed if the trolley proceeds on its present course. 
Molly is on the footbridge over the track, in between the approaching trolley and the five workmen. Next to her on this footbridge is a stranger who happens to be very large. <laughs> if she had put that in there, I guess. Mm-hmm. If she does not, if she does nothing, the trolley will proceed, causing the death of the five workmen. The only way to save the lives of these workmen is to push the stranger off the bridge and onto the tracks below, where his large body will stop the trolley, causing his death. Mm-hmm. So, funny thing, um, game theory actually did a video with this and I watched it today. That's how weird this whole thing wow. is. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, there was one more line. Should Molly push the stranger onto the tracks in order to save the five yeah. workmen? And they were talking how it's like with Life is Strange, how that's sort of the same thing with like Chloe and how she's always this catalyst that's like dying or whatever and you know, if you, she's the whole center point. Well, whatever. They bring up that theory. Um, I'm going to say this. My that's not a dilemma for me, and I'm going to use the same methodology um, as the great Gene Roddenberry from Star Trek. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. I'm pushing the large fat fuck in front of the trolley, saving five people, killing one. What if what if you're the large fat fuck? If that's what society deems it to be, that would also make Molly a murderer. Yeah. Also, here's my question. So now we got well, now either, we got well, one, either way she's a murderer. Now we got one dead Jonah and a murderer. <laughs> but either instead way, of five a, dead men. But then you have that on your conscience too. Should Molly I, will. That's what I'm saying. Molly would have that on her conscience. Hang on, am I the only one there or there are other people there? Besides You're the not five, there, Molly's there. Well, okay. Is Molly the only <laughs> one there besides the five workers who are in the fat guy. The fat guy. guy? There's no one else around. I guess the people on the trolley. Yeah. Like no one else on the stage. Where is this at? <coughs> it, it, it's... Because it matters. Because if this was in, like, the UK, there's so many closed-circuit, like, cameras and stuff. Molly's getting caught. Molly's Here's my going question. to prison. Here's my question. How much force does it take to stop a trolley? Where's the conductor of this Because trip? I feel like a trolley isn't just going to stop because it hits a fat guy. So that means this guy's huge. How fucking strong is Molly? Is he on the bridge with Molly, I'm guessing? I, I don't know. What if he bounces? Yeah. I don't see Molly being strong enough to push this guy. How big is Molly? Strong. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. How is she? This guy is yeah, big is enough like, to stop Molly a trolley. Is like Ronda Rousey? Or is she... That's big. Yeah. Like, is she tough? And, is she, does she have enough body Five, mass four. and muscle to push this guy yeah, in what? front of the train? I'm so you're telling like me. Troll. So let, let's go back. You're telling me that a trolley full of people with nobody in its control is about to hit five workmen who is oblivious of a trolley heading their way. Above the trolley is a pedestrian path where there is a very morbidly obese man. And Molly, who knows jiu-jitsu, and can use the weight leverage to tumble this guy off of the footbridge. And do we do we kill the fat guy to potentially save five workmen who yeah. are deaf? <laughs> potentially. So okay, I, I, I say yes. If, if it hits the fat guy and then the trolley derails, it kills everybody on the trolley. Exactly. 
I would do nothing in this situation. I'm not there. I couldn't do anything. Molly's there. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that whatever happens, there's going to be a good settlement suit for the families of all these victims. Not if they're in Kentucky, if Mitch McConnell has anything to say about it, so we're good there. Sorry, I've been reading Mitch Please, and I vehemently hate Mitch McConnell so much right now. Sorry, I'm off topic. And now that we're on government lists... <laughs> all right, so we can all agree that Molly's strong as shit. All right, so the do- that's my I, I say kill the fat kid and save the five. That's me. You know your your listeners are learning so much about your old psychology. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of pent up rage, Jonah. Oh, I might yell. What would like, you get? Fire! <laughs> fire! <laughs> but if the workmen That's, are deaf, how are they going to hear you? I'm not actively going to kill. If they don't hear this trolley come, they're not going to hear you yell yeah, from the exactly. footbridge. Okay, well, that's all I can do. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to go to jail for not pushing this guy. But it's not you; it's Molly. Okay, okay well, okay, Molly. Whatever. She's not going to go to jail for not pushing this guy over. But then she witnessed it, and she had something. She you know what? This the, it's. I think it's like uh, having the thought of being a utilitarian, and, and that's what Jonah was mentioning, the, the needs of the great outweigh the... The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the Yeah, and when I was in college, I had to take a... I didn't have to, I chose to, because it was a really fun class, but it was a political science class, and our professor did something similar, put us up for, you know, the same little thing, and he said that we decided, or I decided... To Molly go, decided. Molly decided to go on vacation in South America, and we're hiking through the the jungle with a bunch of other people and and our I guess our tour guide, and these gorilla troops come out of nowhere and kidnap us and take us to this little village and they line us up in a line side by side, and the leader of this troop comes up to us and he says, "Listen." I'm going to give you a gun. You kill this one villager, and I'll let your entire party go. But if you don't kill them, I'll kill everyone in your party. Same premise. What would you do? And my question to the professor is, why would I go on vacation in an area that's so destabilized by war? (laughs) And that wasn't a good enough answer. (laughs) I mean, you know, you got to check that shit. Like, I think, you know, the U.S., every year, like, Post like, hey, don't go here because you know tensions are too high. I mean, yeah, realistically, nobody here is planning a vacation to Somalia. No, like you I mean, do have to take that kind of thing into consideration. But if you do, be prepared to kill a villager. <laughs> All right. Okay. Any more moral dilemmas? Oh yeah, uh, the deliberate infection. <laughs> oh, this is okay. How suiting. <laughs> Ken is a doctor. One of his patients... Is it Ken Jong? No, it's K-E-N. Oh. Uh, Ken Jong. <laughs> no, that's... Hey, I'm Ken. No, no Ken oh. Jong, the actor. Oh. Because he's actually yeah. a doctor. Could be. Because like, he went to Duke. He was, like, a doctor at Duke. Yeah. Like, he's got his doctorate degree from Duke. He dropped so out. And he's an like actor? Every, yeah, the... What is he playing in? The Asian dude from The Hangover? Yeah. That's Ken Jones out of the trunk, butt, butt ass naked. Yeah, that's Ken. Yeah. He's a doctor. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Doctor. Yeah. He went to Duke and he he got his PhD and everything. And then dropped. Wait, out what? Medical doctor? Yes. Like okay. Crowd. Like he is an actual huh. medical doctor. 
But anyway. It's funny that he makes more money acting than he does being a fucking doctor. One of his patients, whom he is diagnosed with HIV positive, is about to receive a blood transfusion prior to being released from the hospital. He has told Ken, in the confidence of their doctor-patient relationship, that after he gets his transfusion and his medicine from Ken, he intends to infect as many people as possible with HIV starting that evening. Because Ken is bound by a doctor-patient confidentiality, there is no legal way to stop the man from carrying out his plan. Even if Ken warned the police, they would not be able to arrest him since the medical information is protected. Yeah. It occurs to Ken that he could contaminate his medis- medication by, pu- bleh, by putting an untraceable poison in it that will kill him before he gets a chance to infect others. Should Ken poison this man in order to prevent him from spreading HIV? Yes. You said untraceable, so, right? Yeah, yeah. that's yes. what he said. So here's the thing. In California, at one point, it was a felony. Yeah. And then here recently, they got rid of that law. So, I mean, that's something that could potentially occur. Um, I don't think that people that have HIV are so malignant. Uh, No, malignant ain't even the word. Malice. Have such malice in order to do that. Malicious, yes. But. Also, malignant is a word. I know, but I I think I used it wrong. I'm ignorant. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, like, it, when the law was in fact in California and it was like a felony or a misdemeanor one, which is a big difference, but um, I don't know if medical practitioners were allowed to, like, say anything about that. Because I know in, like, the mental health care community, if you're somebody that has, like, issues and you threaten to hurt yourself or others, like, the psychologist or therapist is in every bit of the right and should um, release that information to the authorities. So why wouldn't this be any different? I mean, it's potentially hurting other people. Yeah. And then how, how you know, how attractive is this patient, you know? I'm, and I'm just saying that. <laughs> is, is he is he going to succeed or is he like, you know, looking at the ass end of a, a rhinoceros or something? You're like, hey, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but whether or not to kill him, I don't know. I, I say do it. I would do it given the situation. If, yeah. it, if it's really non-traceable and it can't be traced back to you. Well, let's get yeah. a little bit of PC culture. I'm all about self-preservation. Well, let's let's get a little bit of PC culture added in here. You know, what what is the the patient? Is he is he homosexual? Now you did a hate crime. You fucking bigot. Well, they couldn't detect it back to me. So. Well, you know, in your heart. Why do you yeah. hate gay people? <laughs> Tim, I if don't you're hate gay people, really? Yes. You're being awful defensive. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Tim doesn't talk to Mojo. <laughs> I'm glad we can say that now about Tim. I think, I think maybe killing that patient's going against the Hippocratic Oath. And that, you know, doctors should do no harm. I feel like you're assuming a lot of information here. I think we have to with what little bit of information <laughs> we were given. <laughs> uh, but it, it also goes back to... Um, um, if the person's in like a vegetative state, too, like um, like the patient, yeah, 
like, HIV patient? No, no. Like, oh. I'm saying, like, if it was another case or whatever, if, like, you know this person is, like, suffering. They're, like, say, say they're paralyzed from the neck down. They can't move anything. And, you know, and it's, like, they ask you to kill them or something like that. Do you do it? Oh, so we're getting on to mercy killings. Euthanasia. Uh, it, where they're not able to give their consent, correct? Yeah. Uh, then I think it just falls back on the. It don't fall under the doctor at that point. It falls back on their. Uh, what's what's that word? Family. No, they have like a direct person that's over that kind of thing. Power of attorney. Yeah, power of attorney. And I think a lot of times that that also happens with like pulling the plug. But in my life, I've actually had personal. Uh, I pers- not personally, personally, but a family member of mine that has occurred to them where they were uh, just fresh out of the hospital recovering at home and uh, their sister allowed them to sleep in, obviously, because you don't get all a good sleep in a hospital. And the day kept going by, so she finally went in there to wake her up and she wouldn't wake up. And it turns out that during that time she was in a sugar coma. Um, and so they put her on life support and she was in hospice and her children and stuff made the decision to pull the plug. And a lot of people who haven't ever come in contact with anything like that, you just imagine actually pulling a plug off the life support and then they just die. But that very much isn't the case. Um, they said she was brain dead, um, So, assuming that somebody is brain dead, they couldn't feel anything anyway. But my my grandma went and visited her. It was her sister that this occurred to. And said her name, and she opened her eyes and looked at my grandma and closed them again. Now, if she's brain dead, that could be just what little synapses are left firing and just a reflex of, you know, somebody calling her name her entire life. Or was a little bit of her still in there, still feeling everything? So, her kids made the call to pull the plug. She's in hospice, and when that happens, they shut the machine work off, but it isn't an instant death. That person sits there, and they could struggle with breathing. Um, Which, there's things I can do to help ease that, but even still... Potentially. Yeah. Potentially, but being somebody who's who's potentially brain dead, you don't know... you. Being a doctor, you can't tell what they feel, what they don't Even feel. Even if it's not necessarily being brain dead, there's still illnesses that get so bad to the point that person can't talk and can't really... But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is you don't know what that person's going through. Yeah. And she could sit there and suffer until she starves to death, until she just can't breathe anymore, until something else happens and suffers the entire time through that. So after finding that out... And understanding how that works, even if there's like painkillers and stuff. I mean, like you, you you give, if they were to give her morphine, they can only give her so much or it would kill her. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to do that because of currently how the laws stand in this area. I think that I, I, I agree with euthanasia. If somebody is so far gone and they, they're unresponsive, give them a shot, make them go to sleep, get rid of the suffering. Um, I agree with that completely. If if you know somebody has cancer and it isn't getting better and there is no treatments and then when their own decision decides, hey, 
I gave it my best. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to suffer anymore. Give them a shot. Let them go to sleep peacefully. Yeah. The, part of the reason why I brought that up is because that's even, I, I don't know, have you, you all seen, uh, you actually, you all probably haven't even seen the movie Million Dollar Baby. Uh, I've never got around to watching it. Okay. It's uh, with Hilary Swain, Clint Eastwood, Morgan yeah. Freeman. It's a boxing movie where Clint Eastwood's her training. Um, I don't know if y'all are ever going to watch it. I mean, I kind of don't want to spoil what happens. <laughs> like, I mean, granted, the film's been out for 16 years, but... No, then go ahead. Spool away. I think I think that the time period of that is up. Okay. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, I, that's what I was saying. I mean, I, I don't care to spoil it. You can find the spoilers out there. I just, I, if you want, whatever, watch it. But anyway, you know, Hillary Swank's character becomes a big boxer, um, world champion boxer, whatever, and then she like gets punched, falls on falls on her stool that the stool that they have, um, and it's inappropriate placed on its side. She breaks her neck hitting the seat. And it leaves her as a quadriplegic. Um, and later on, she develops, like, from being in, the, being in her bed for so long, she develops bed sores. She gets an infection. They have to amputate her leg. It gets really fucking deep and dark. And then um, she asks uh, Clint Eastwood's character to kill her, to help her die. And he ref- vehemently refuses to do that because he thinks there's still hope, whatever. And she even tries to kill herself a little bit by like bite- can repeatedly biting her tongue in hopes of bleeding to death. Um, but then the nurses stop that or whatever, and then Clint Eastwood just gives into it, and he gives her like a overdose of adrenaline, and it just kills her. And like it sparked like a big controversy because some people were saying, "Well, why didn't you?" Instead of killing her off, you know, why didn't you just have her become like an advocate and stuff like that? And from the disability, it's like a, gr- a disabilities group and all that other stuff. But that's that's kind of why I brought that up because of the mo- that the ending of that movie. But at the same that time, she was she was able to communicate. Oh, she was able to talk and everything. her not wanting to live. Yeah, she was able to talk and everything. She just couldn't. In that move. situation, I think it should be a given. Like what a way to go! What would what would a massive surge of adrenaline be like? Would your heart just explode? Probably. Now, don't get me wrong. There's certain situations where a patient would be like, "Oh God, just kill me," and seriously, like you can't take them seriously at that situation because they're just in a lot of pain, and you know that they'll get through it. But if there's something seriously wrong and they are gonna die, you know they're gonna die. I think I think the biggest argument with any of that is. You know, you got the government involved, and what would be the definition and correct order in order to do this type of procedure so that there isn't any type of miscommunication like you just said? And I don't think that there is a terrific answer with it because no matter what you come up with, somebody's going to find a, a flaw in it. Mm-hmm. That was a very... I like going back to stupid shit. You know, yeah, they got way they more. Got got they got serious. Like hamburger helper, Glover, and uh, <laughs> oh, <Kimmy> Kim. <laughs> I feel like that one hit home too hard for a lot of us, and that was a little weird. Now, that that was good answers though. Everybody kind of who would win? Good in answer. A fight? Good answer. Who would win in a fight? Mighty Mouse or Superman? I don't know who Mighty Mouse is. He's the Superman of mice. Oh. So I'm going to say Superman. Now, are they like ants? Because ants can carry a lot. Like 100 times. I don't, I don't think something. mice and ants are any way co- correlated. 
They both come into your house unwanted and, and annoy eat the shit sh- and annoy the shit out of you. So if you ask me, mice and ants are kind of cousins. <laughs> I mean, they're in that. They're in a animal kingdom. That is true. The pests, <laughs> rodents. I don't think an ant's a rodent though. No insect. It's an insect. So. So yeah. Glover movie coming 2034. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need the Rascal movie, okay? <laughs> I want a movie made of Rascal now. I want to write that script out. So I bought uh, DLC for Space Engineers. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Game Talk. Yay, we're back on topic. Yay. Um, space Engineers is a space engineering sim. <laughs> slash sandbox. Um, where you can build spaceships and shit. And uh, I like to play that. <laughs> you know, try it out. You know, what's, what's the DLC that you got? Um, Frostbite, which is like a actual put together scenario by Keen Software House, which is the people who make it. However, I'm kind of pissed at Keen Software House. Um, I do like the fact that the most of the DLC that they've put out has just been decorative packs things like toilets and showers you can put on your space spaceship um but they here recently quit development of a sister game to space engineers called medieval engineers and that's rebuild castles and trebuchets not catapults trebuchets are better (laughs) and basically the same premise but in medieval times but they quit development on it to focus entirely on Space Engineers, even though that Medieval Engineers is a newer game than Space Engineers, and it had a lot of potential that they just totally gave up on. And I don't think that's right, that after as many years in development as Space Engineers has been in, they just give up on another one. And I know it has to do with money and has to do with how many people are actually a part of the development team for that. And they're just porting them over into Space Engineers. But the thing is, is with Medieval Engineers, there's been no DLC. Um, it, it's still a playable game, but it isn't optimized very well. So you get a bunch of errors within, like the grids. Um, but it has really good potential. If you're somebody that likes building games, uh, which I love building games, and you've always wanted to build your own castle, uh, it's absolutely terrific uh there needs to be more modders in that community i don't know how to mod but that's stuff you can download from the steam workshop and it's things like torches decorative items that you can add to your castle to complete the thing it's also multiplayer but i don't think that that is supported any longer since they've quit development of it space engineers is multiplayer i haven't been able to play multiplayer on it yet just because i don't know how to do that and <laughs> but I really like that and I wish that they would go back to developing it more there is there's a mod out right well it's been out for a few years but I just learned about it recently that uh, mm-hmm. it's a really great multiplayer mod for Skyrim yeah I heard about that and like supposedly it's flourishing right now like probably better than uh, Fallout 76 <laughs> Well, Which, there's there's not surprising. there is some quirks and stuff that they're trying to work out in the modern community when it comes to the multiplayer of Skyrim. It's playable. I'm using finger quotes. 
Uh, it still needs some kinks worked out of it because I don't think that the game engine itself was meant for that, unless it's the same game engine that was used for Fallout 4, which is... They've been using the same... Yeah, it's, that's been ported over to 76, but uh, 76 just got a new release of DLC uh, that's free, which I think is the right thing for Bethesda to do since they released that pile of piece of shit that they called Fallout 76. Evidently, it makes it a little better, but not... It, uh, it, adds, it, not really. it actually adds NPC characters, yeah. um, which is something that I think the game should have had to begin it's with. It's too little too Also, did you, see the, uh, did you see the article about how... There was something wrong with the NPCs, and they were stealing people's items and permanently <laughs> keeping them. I think that's fantastic, and I think it should have been state. They should have kept that in the game. Um, right now, the NPCs don't do anything other than talk. Yeah. And from what I hear, that the uh, the the audio and stuff is kind of shit and very limiting. Um, I'd love. I, Fallout is one of my fa- favorite fucking game series. Um, I think they jumped the gun too quick on it. But I also think that when they released it, they had planned on continuing development of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did right by the community for releasing this DLC for free. Um, it is a massive DLC. It does have a lot of new uh, missions, I guess you'd call them, objectives and stuff in them. Um, if... You, a lot of people are talking about you might want to just start the game over, create a new character because wouldn't be hard. I didn't get to level two. Or level. <laughs> I say I have. I, I'm thinking about buying the game now just because of this because I love I love Fallout. I wish uh, I'm one of the rarities that didn't necessarily like New Vegas just because the stylization was different than what Fallout Three was. I know Nick, you love New Vegas. Yeah. Um, I think that the <clears throat> The dialogue in New Vegas and 3 was absolutely fantastic. And my favorite thing is if your character didn't have enough intelligence, the dialogue was goofy as hell. Yeah. And I think Fallout 4 fell short on the dialogue. Because it had yeah. voices. Because it had voiceovers. Which I, I, I like the actual voices and stuff. That was nice. but And I do realize that when you do something like that, you're really limiting financially and time-wise what you can put forth. And they had to limit it a little bit. That's a little bit more linear than we expected, as far as the actual character progression goes. There is no character development really. Uh, no, with Fallout Four, no, yeah, not really. No, because um, you could be an evil bastard if you wanted to in Fallout Three. Now, I never played New Vegas. I apologize. I never got into it. Well, you know what? With 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 some of the DLC that came out with Fallout Four, you could end up being evil. I mean, you spend the entire time. You, you got different types of players. Some didn't even worry about the base building, but I love that fact so much in Fallout Four since I love building things in general, building games. Um, I spent all this time building these communities to try and save, you know, the Boston area, and then the DLC comes out for uh, the Raiders, the Raider DLC, and then you have the option to go in there and just totally fucking over every encampment that you made. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I'm not that evil. <laughs> so, you know, after I enslaved everyone... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the fun the fun of the game is having those, those options and those goofy options. And you get to build robots in four, which was really cool. 
Yeah, uh, Mojo, do you want to do yeah, your get, little game? Let's I feel like game. we've been going long. Yeah. That's fine. How long, how long do you guys normally go? About an hour. Hour and a half. Let's do two. Fuck it. I mean, it's natural. It's organic. <laughs> Hell, you guys can fucking fast forward if you don't want to hear about shit. <laughs> but. <laughs> Hand me a paper towel and the mean green there. So what are you, what are you guys doing now? Uh, Mojo has some kind of game We are doing a trivia game. I only the have wick? seven questions on this one. Do I get a board or are you going to answer uh, your own questions? I had three boards. He is the winner. There's a board up there next to you. There's that. Uh, do we have three markers? Probably not. Glenn's got one. No. This marker don't work. Right. That's fine. Hang okay. on. No. There's another marker. Keep talking for a second. Talk, talk, talk. Talk, talk, talk. Talk, talk, talk. Talk, talk, talk. ain't coming off. I found the other marker. We're good, Mojo. I found it where you put all markers. It was in the floor. <laughs> all right. So we have just a general video game themed trivia for this week. Well, now, all right, everybody, if you play at home, get your little dry erase boards ready. And I want you to submit your answers uh, in the form of a iTunes review. And then the winner will be recognized on the next podcast. We'll just say, hey, congratulations, you won. I hope it's that guy from Ireland. I hope it is. <laughs> Dublin, play hard, baby. No Googling. You think we're joking? Uh, Actually do this. I mean, I'm giving away the answers within it's, the question. Well, they can double check. They, they can yeah, double check their answer. Check. We're, using, we're using the honesty uh, scenario, so be honest, Dublin. You fucking liar. All right. A lot of these are easy. Some of them are slightly more complicated. All right. I like complicated too. By the way, this board is like, yeah, been eaten away. Just use the back side. Okay. We're starting off with video game trivia. Question number one. Okay. What 2014 game gives you the name Douchebag? Like, it, as you're creating your character, it gives you the name Douchebag. Oh, okay, okay. What year? 2014. 2014. That was, like, the year after I graduated college. Think about games that might give you the name Douchebag. Okay. I know the game now. Take me a second. <laughs> All right. Reveal with Nick. Starting. Glenn's still right. I know. I was going to give I'm good. Five. I'm good. Oh. South Park Stick of Truth. South Park Stick of Truth. I put Doom or Duke Nukem. <laughs> Those are solid answers, but no. And the correct. thing is, if you try to change your name from Douchebag, it keeps your name as Douchebag the entire time. That's cool. All right. Question number two. Which game developer has released four Game of the Year games? Probably more than one. Since they've been doing the Game Awards. Yeah, are we talking Game Awards? Yeah. Damn, I, I don't know. So, you're talking four Game of the Year awards from the Game Awards. Uh, is that's this, just what the question was. Is this consecutively? I'm just going to go Which with game one that I think, maybe. Is I this know. consecutively or just all time? All time. Game developer that has released four Game of the Year games. I mean, technically, every game gets Game of the Year from a different media outlet. Oh. Just saying. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I apologize. The, that was just a question. Yeah. 
So the award don't matter. All right. What? Okay. Oh, me. Who's first? I put Bethesda Softworks. Put Naughty Dog. EA. Nick. Oh, what is it? Bethesda? Yep. Bethesda. <laughs> Todd I put Square in it. Definitely not EA. Fuck okay. You. Oh, wait. I got, I got. How many questions? I got seven. Points. Seven. Okay. We're on three. I one. What 1997 video game is considered the best selling for the PlayStation? Yeah. What year? 1997. That's when it came out, wasn't it? Yeah. No. Some of these are tough. Some of them are pretty easy. When did PlayStation 1 come out, man? 95, I think. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it was old. It stayed around for like 10 years. Like, I feel like Gran Turismo might be the best selling, but that's not what I'm going to I think I know this one. I think he's playing, I don't know. You ready? Metal Gear Solid. Final Fantasy VII. Nope. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Nope. It's Gran Turismo, ain't it? It's Gran Turismo. Mm. Damn. Should've went with your first choice, Nick. Well, my first choice was Metal Gear. Should've went with your <laughs> second choice, Nick. <laughs> I was just thinking because I know Final Fantasy VII came out in 97. After I wrote Metal Gear, I was like, no, it's Gran okay. Turismo. I know right, it is. This, this one should be pretty easy. What was the first console to have an analog stick and 3D graphics? Since you said it's easy, I'm pretty sure. No, I'm wrong. All right, reveal your answer. Oh, hold on. Oh, no, sorry, Jonah's still riding. Okay. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm blue balling myself. N64. N64. Dreamcast. N64. Woo! Hold on. When did the Dreamcast come out? Uh, Dreamcast, Dreamcast was... didn't have an analog stick on. Yeah, no. Yeah, it did. But it didn't have 3D graphics. I don't what know. It fucking yeah. did? It had 3D graphics. Hold on. But it came out around 99, I want to say. I think it was like midway through the PlayStation's life cycle. And PS2 completely blew it out of the water when it released. No. Or it came no. out just before No, PS2. Dreamcast was way ahead of its fucking time. Oh, it was, but... Uh, North the Dreamcast released in North America September 9th, 1999. Yeah. So when did the N64 release? 94. Yeah, PlayStation maybe. released in 2001. And I think... Was not, it 2001? Not the PlayStation 1. PlayStation 2. Oh, probably. Nintendo 64. 96. Yeah. Well, so... You never used the fucking joystick. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, in some games you do. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but you okay. use the twist. What was the name of the first video game to have an Easter egg? <sighs> I feel like this is in Ready Player One. It sure is in the book. <sighs> Fuck, I haven't read the book. It's in the book. Actually, it's in, in the movie, movie too. Yeah. I, 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 I've only watched the movie once. Uh, it's from like the 80s. I feel man. like I spelled this word completely Just be wrong. happy I didn't ask you to write his name. <laughs> oh my god, I know it. Fuck I it. thought about doing that. I was like, no, that's it, It's fun. on the tip of my fucking tongue, too. It's like something to do with a maze. Yes. It's Maze's Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, all you do is you. Isn't it like you just. No, never mind. Just go I on. mean, there's enemies and shit in it. Yeah. But, like, you find a key and it unlocks, like, a wall that you have to go up to. And so. then you see created by yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. Like you just turn, like you turn around, you go into one room, find the key, and you turn around to where you started at. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I know the game. All right, well, well Nick knows it. Adventure. Yeah. Yep. That's so right. simple. Fuck me, I knew it. Like, okay, that was question number five. We got two left. Nick, what do you have? I was gonna guess Four. ET. Get it. We can tie if you miss. If, or if you I get... miss two and you get both of them. Damn, I always lose games. <clears throat> I'd say you'll probably get at least one of these. Okay. You might get both. You never know. What's the full title of the first Spy Cooper game? Spy Cooper? Spy Cooper? Sly Cooper. God, my bad. Sorry. Oh. Did you just give us the answer? No. I don't know. The first Sly Cooper game. Full title. I've always called it Sly Cooper. I never give a fuck about subtitles. I don't know if it's in or and. I never gave a fuck about subtitles. Sly Cooper is with the raccoon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The... And the turtle and the hippo. Yeah. I, I tap out. Looking Reveal forward to that Jovovich remake. All right, Nick, what you got? Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoon. Yes, that's correct. All right. Up next, we have the last question, number seven. Who voices the main protagonist? In Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh, fuck. What's his goddamn name? Famous actor. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Famous actor. Yep. <laughs> Is that right? Is that right? No? Okay. I'll tell, I'll tell what it is here in a minute. I'm going to go first. It was, it's good, though. Hey, but I mean, bad. that's close. Yeah. I mean, it is. All right. Ray Liotta. Yeah. I guessed Al Pacino. That's close. <laughs> By the way, um, all right, guys, uh, put your answers on iTunes <laughs> review. Now, for it to count, you got to give us a four star. Um, looking forward to hearing what you guessed, Dublin. <laughs> and uh, if you win, like I said, we'll, we'll congratulate you. Just put your name on there on the next podcast. Uh, winner will get a free canoe trip over Cumberland Falls. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking real forward to seeing who wins this. Uh, some restrictions may apply. See uh, store for details. See store for details. Has to be done ner- during the next few weeks. Wow, why you give a fucking mandate? No, has to be done by... Uh, the deadline is uh, noon next Sunday. There you go. Then next Sunday, we'll look at the timestamp, you fucking cheaters. Now. <laughs> Don't manipulate it. I know that normally we only go for an hour here at last, what was this podcast called? Cinegames. <laughs> Cinegames podcast. podcast. But I think we should go just a little bit longer because fuck it. Because we never got to Assassin's Creed. What were you going to say? Oh, wow. This is, this is going to be a long <laughs> God. Um, well, I was going to. Let's just hold it off for a couple weeks. I don't think we should hold it off. I think so. Come on, I want to know about Assassin's Creed. It's a great franchise. It started out with some really great... The first four games were fantastic, and the rest of the franchise, franchise is shit. Well, this new one you said was set in Greece. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that. We'll tell you off, Mike. Son yeah. of so you a can know. bitch. Yeah. Sorry, Dublin, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find a cutoff point. We don't want to go too long and, you know, put people to sleep. So, But uh, I think that's all we got, right? Uh, yeah. That's all we yeah, used to do. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> all we're going to do for this week. Uh, yeah. I had a topic planned out, but once again, we had Glenn here, so it 
it evened itself out. It was it was a fun discussion about a lot of different topics. I'll take it. So, all right, well, Mojo. Well, uh, we thank you all for listening. Obviously, we appreciate you uh, tuning in from overseas. A Dublin. <laughs> no, that that is really cool though. Seeing, getting on our analytics and seeing that we've got people in other countries actually listening to this podcast. Uh, we are on iTunes, finally. Right? Spotify. Spotify. Any of the major streaming podcasts. Pretty much anywhere you find podcasts, you'll find us there. Just search Cinegames Podcast. Definitely leave us a. Uh... Give us a good review. Give us a rating. Instagram. You know, yeah, give us a bad review way. because oh yeah, give, I, I, I even hear that you know bad publicity is still publicity. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us how you really think about us. We don't care. We'll uh, we'll take it into consideration and uh, fuck you. So <laughs> we will have new mics soon. Yes. So hopefully it'll sound better. We will be coming a, a better podcast over the next month. They're just so. taking a little bit to get here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear our opinions on video games political events and or films slash movies or talkies um just leave a comment say hey well i want to hear your opinion on this or that yeah leave, leave those comments on the cine games podcast instagram be easier than having a bunch of reviews that are just questions right, we'll take the questions off there too if, you, if we got them so definitely give us a review guys we appreciate it yep if you want to ask questions five stars there we go all right <laughs> I think that, I think that does it. I don't know. Yep. I'm not. All right, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Right. See ya. Are we cut? Goodbye. <laughs>